Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Every once in a while, they give us someone on the show who usually will give us some picks, but today that's not the conversation. We're going to talk about responsible gambling with someone who knows it the best. That'd be Craig Carton. Um, he uh, is the host of the Carton Show weekday mornings from 7 o'clock to 9.30 on FS1. He is on X at Craig Carton Line, formerly of WFAN. Um, he also has a, a show called Hello, My Name is Craig, where he helps listeners through their gambling addiction and their gambling questions. But Craig joins the show now. Craig, what's happening, man? How are you? All good. Let me uh, congratulate you on the big career news for you. Uh, well done. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Now, I, I, I have to, I have to, you know, get you to tell your story of, of why yeah. you, um, you know, do the show you do with Hello, My Name is Craig, why you help people through their gambling addictions. You certainly had one back in the day, led you yep. down a dark path. Um, but, but sort of tell my listeners and me your, your story and, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so I do it because I'm blessed to have this, you know, second opportunity at a life, not to mention, obviously, a career on TV and radio. But uh, the, the long and short of the story is that I was living the life I had always dreamt of. I was the most listened to morning, you know, sports talk show guy in the country at WFN in New York. You know, the station that started sports talk radio in this country, working with Boomer Esiason. And I really threw it all into the gutter because... I started gambling out of control. The more I gambled, the bigger my ego got. And then I just, I went down this road, which I knew was wrong and really couldn't help myself and got to a place where it started off as, you know, fun, recreational, responsible, a couple bucks here on a game, a couple bucks there at a blackjack table. Really became a full-on addiction to the point where, you know, I got my mortgage on a blackjack table. I've got, you know, rent on a, on a football game at night that I have no interest in. And I, long story short, making bad decisions around gambling took me down a, a worse path and associating with bad people and making worse life decisions. And I wound up not just costing me my job and, you know, all the money I'd saved up, but it cost me my freedom. So yeah. I got out of prison in 2020 and got this great opportunity to come back to the radio in New York and the fan. And I've got this great job at Fox Sports. And at the end of the day, I made a pledge to the people I met in, in rehab that if I ever did get back to where I got to, I would use my fame, for lack of a better word, to be a face and a voice for addicts like myself because we try to humanize addicts as much as we can so that people stop looking at us like quote-unquote degenerates and start having some compassion for the reality that none of us want to go down the road that I ultimately went down. And now here we are, gambling legal and damn near every state in the country, and you right. have a lot of people, especially young men, Point out gambling for the first time ever. 
And with that comes a level of responsibility that a lot of young people, frankly, just don't have. Yep. Uh, so I try to use my story to just warn them about the potential that if they start, you know, gambling in a manner that is not, you know, responsible and recreational and social, that it's on the table that bad things could happen. I don't want to be really clear. We don't do these shows to scare anybody. Far majority right. of your listeners, if they gamble, will gamble responsibly and recreationally. It'll be all good. But for the percentage that don't, you leave a wake of hurt and destruction behind you. And I share my story because I'm hoping that someone will hear it and recognize, you know, hey, there's something wrong with my buddy. There's something wrong with my son, my brother, my uncle, my mailman, my buddy, whatever it might be. And they're willing to pick up the phone or have a conversation with that person to try to get them help before things get really bad. Now, holler at me about the addiction itself, just because, like, I think some people will talk about gambling addiction, and they'll laugh, and they'll say, oh, you know, it's something you should be able to quit relatively easily if yeah. you're losing money hand over fist. You would think that you would just sort of stop. But I, I think, you know, mentally and, and sort of what happens when you do gamble in that manner, try to chase losses, it, it's just as addicting as, as you know, yeah, cigarettes, it's, alcohol, it's, it's, whatever it's, it's, drug, choose your drug, it's right there with it. Yeah, and it's not just the chasing losses. That is a big part of it. You lose a game Sunday afternoon, so you try to double up on the Sunday night game. You don't win that game. You double up on the Monday night game. Now you're in a really bad place because you never thought you were going to lose that much money. But it also happens when you win. Right. Because when you win, it fuels that desire to win more. And you start thinking, well, that was easy. I just made X amount of dollars in three hours of a football game. I'm just going to do that again. And then when you lose the next game, well, that's just one game I lost. I know how to win. I've already won. So it does work both ways. Um, and I can tell you that when I used to get close to a casino, and while I did wager on sports and, you know, you name it under the sun, I bet on it. I can tell you when I would get close to a casino to walk in to go play blackjack, and I was playing blackjack at ridiculous levels financially, like ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 per hand, every hand, I would feel this warmth come over my body of excitement, and expectation, I couldn't wait to get inside that casino. And it's kind of the way drug addicts describe drugs. Not mm -hmm. Of course, you know, when the booze goes down their throat. And I experienced that. And then for me, you know, because I was facing criminal charges and was in a world of trouble, I went to rehab. I went to rehab for all the wrong reasons. I thought it would make me look good and people would appreciate that I went. In reality, I denied I had a problem. My ego was so out of control that you guys just don't understand how damn good I am at at playing blackjack, right. I'm the best blackjack player in the world, right? And when I went there, I met about a dozen other people, men and women from all across the country, people with you know, addictions, and I'm not joking, to $1 scratch-offs, ruin their lives over it. Keno, plots, sports, you name it, people were addicted to it. And before I left the rehab center, these 12 or so people said, look, you're well-known, you're on the radio and TV, if you ever get back to those jobs, do us a solid and make us a promise that you know, you'll be the face and voice of gambling addiction because we don't have one out there. Right. And when I did get back on the radio, I was fortunate enough that FanDuel had an interest in protecting their customers from themselves because as much as it might be counterintuitive for them to tell people to bet less and to take breaks from gambling and to set limits on how much they and how often they do gamble, the reality is that you know, a problem gambler is bad for everybody. It's bad for them. It's bad for the industry. And it's what a lot of people were concerned about when they first found out that gambling was going to be legalized. So I share my story just to be you know, a cautionary tale and to let people know if they are gambling 
and they're not seasoned or experienced at it, that Fandle does offer opportunities for you to protect yourself from yourself. And it's the things I mentioned. Time limits. There's no reason to be on the app three hours a day. Right. Wager limits. If you win, it doesn't mean you bet everything on the next game. And, of course, deposit limits. You know, whatever you make for a living, if you have a little extra income that you want to enjoy in an entertainment fashion and your entertainment is gambling, set all these limits up before you ever gamble so that you don't make that emotional, knee-jerk, irrational decision. And that's why I share my story. Talking with Craig Carton at Craig Carton Live about gambling addiction, responsible gambling. I, I just sort of look at, at, at your recovery, and I do have a serious question about it. What was the key to it? Like, what was yeah. the key to unlocking this new you, uh, this responsible gambler moving in this direction? Uh, being honest and dropping the nonsense. Like, my ego was so out of control, partially because I, was, I had such success, you know, at radio in New York City where I grew up number one market, and here I am, like, the toast of the town, and that played into my ego. Right. And the ego of thinking, like I said, that I was the greatest blackjack player of all time. And once I dropped that facade and once I could sit down and talk to you man-to-man, face-to-face, and tell you the truth and be honest about who I was and what I was doing, I couldn't get help. I wasn't going to beat the addiction until I decided that I was going to stop lying to everybody, lying to myself. And now here I am this you know, end of June, I'll be six years without making a wager of any kind. And the reality is that none of that success in my recovery would have happened if I wasn't willing to own the fact that I was being a jackass, that my ego is out of control, and I became a world-class liar. And that's mm-hmm. not who I was at the core of my being, and I didn't like who I was. And it took a lot of work for me to get to a place where I could be straight with you and honest about the mistakes I made, because they're all self-inflicted. No one held a gun to my head and made me, you know, wager on a deck of cards or a sporting event um, and start owning the mistakes I made and start rebuilding relationships that I had thrown in the trash because I was lying to everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I want your honest opinion. Now, you're on here because of Fandle, and I appreciate my, my uh, yeah. you know, uh, relationship I have with Fandle. I know you do as well. Um, but when it comes down to it, how do you feel about the proliferation of sports gambling and how available it is? I mean, I watch at halftime of NBA games, and they have the live lines, and they're following same-game parlays that you can follow in. It's, all, it's at every turn, every corner. How do you yeah. feel about it at large? So I, I'm, I feel good about it, and I'll tell you why for a second, but to back up just for a, minute, a little bit there, there's aspects of it I don't like. You know, the, the constant marketing of parlays, just rubs me the wrong way because it's hard enough to win a game just betting it straight. Yeah. And telling people that parlays is the best way to go, I just think it's a mistake. And I think is a, you know is a problem for young gamblers who have no idea how hard it is to win a parlay, obviously. Um, but the reason I'm in favor and maintain that position, that I'm in favor of the proliferation of gambling, is because you know, gambling used to be viewed by the majority of this country as a back-alley, seedy, dirty you know, mafia-type thing that you might see in the movies and what kind of people you know, are gambling, knowing that you want inside your house, right? Mm-hmm. And if I had a problem, if I was gambling and had a problem, I can tell you this, I'm not raising my hand saying, excuse me, I got a problem, I need help. If I know that the majority of my community thinks it's a back alley, you know, bad vice that shouldn't be talked about, the fact that it's being mainstreamed, and your kids one day, my grandkids one day, will grow up where gambling conversations are happening every night of the week at the dinner table. And it's part of our natural discourse, uh, just as people in this country, 
will make it a lot easier now for somebody to come forward and say, hey, listen, I think I've got a problem. Right. Or for me to say to a friend, I think you have a problem. So I think big picture, the more mainstream it is and the more quote-unquote normalized it becomes in our society, the much easier it is for people to ask for help and then ultimately get the help they need. Yeah, now FanDuel has an advertising campaign called The System. They're encouraging the use of, of the tools that you talked about, wager limits, deposit limits, maximum wager limits, time limits. Holler at me about that. I, I think they have a goal by 2026 to have, uh, what, 50% of their users using at least one of these one of these sort of safeguards. Yeah, it's, just, it's, a, it's protections for you whether you win or lose. It's like I said, like, you don't need to be on the app for hours and hours a day. Whatever, however you decide to handicap a game that you're going to bet on, handicap the game, go to the site, make the bet, get off the site. There's no reason to be on it beyond that, right? Number two, you know, depending on what your income is and what you can legitimately afford to have in play from a gambling standpoint, do that before you're emotionally reacting to it. So if you're going in and you're setting up your account now and you have no money at risk right now, that's when you're going to make the most rational decision. And I mean that from deposit limits. So, you know, if you've got an extra 500 bucks a week that you're going to use on entertainment and going out, you want to use that for your account, that's it. That's the max. You know, deposit limits. So if you lose the 500 bucks, you, you shouldn't be able to turn around in the moment after a bad loss and refund that account and lose another 500 bucks. But there's just little ways for you to put some kind of parameters in to protect you from yourself. Yep. Right, and that's why they promote it. That's why they talk about it, and that's why I'm in favor of what they're doing. Now, last thing for you, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Where, where, where are you? Let's do who, it. Who you got, man? I, it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to not think Mahomes and the Chiefs and Andy Reid will get through. But we know the 49ers are tough. We have we have Brock Purdy, who had an MVP caliber year. I, I know that I doubted him at the beginning, but he deserves a lot of credit for what he's able been able to accomplish. But what are your What are your immediate thoughts on this Super Bowl coming up on Sunday? All due respect, you're an offensive lineman, right? Yes, sir. Of course I am. Right. All right. So you're a Memphis offensive lineman. So your head's down. You're blocking the guy in front of you. If you could push a grown man from A to B, that's a win for you. And then you turn around and say, did we score or not? Did we get the first down or not? For me, the problem in this game is Patrick Mahomes. Because the reality that nobody wants to talk about is San Francisco is infinitely better a football team then Kansas City, period, stop. The one guy that yep. evens the playing field, of course, is the best quarterback in the league in Patrick Mahomes. My concern on both sides is you can run against both teams. I don't know why Baltimore didn't try to run against Kansas City. That was asinine. Yep. And I think it cost them a trip to the Super Bowl. You saw what Buffalo did to Kansas City with the running game. I think San Francisco is better. I think Brock Purdy is one of those you know, just kids who's different then most, where the moment is not too big for him, the fact that he came back after three bad quarters against Green Bay and had that great drive to win the game, came back from 17 down against Detroit. And I'll give you a little tidbit here for your audience. The magic number is 20. Brock Purdy, as the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, is 20-0. and He's never lost the game when they score 20 points or more. And the flip side of that is Kansas City is undefeated when they hold their opponent to less than 20 points. So if San Francisco can score 20 or more points, this game is a wrap. The other thing to look at 
San Francisco has the best second half scoring offense in the league, and Kansas City's is 28th. Yep. Meaning, if San Francisco has a lead at halftime, turn the TV off, the Super Bowl is over. And I like San Francisco. And it's something that just throws me off stylistically with Kyle Shanahan. This is different than any offense he's had. And the reason I say that is because this set of skill position guys he has, they're unbelievable. This is a guy in Kyle Shanahan, sort of West Coast system, zone running, play action, likes to dump it off short. But this year... Uh, as opposed to years past when he's calling offense, the downfield opportunities are there consistently because you have to respect Kyle Juszczyk when he's in the game. You have to respect uh, Christian McCaffrey consistently. He's the best running back in the game. The downfield opportunities that they have consistently gotten this year, it's different than in the past with Kyle Shanahan. Yep. It's usually dink and dunk. And but this is – people, people I, don't know, I don't know if they really sort of pay attention to that. It's been, it's been a different sort of style for Kyle Shanahan this year with his downfield passing game. And it's been a different style for Kansas City. Kansas City does not have an explosive offense. They don't have a big play offense. They don't throw the ball deep. All their passes are 15 yards and less. And obviously Mahomes is a difference maker, so not worth even talking about. But in the past, when they've won Super Bowls, they've had a deep threat. There is no deep threat right now with Kansas City. And I'm glad you brought up Shanahan because you know, we get asked a lot. I'm sure you get asked a lot you know, as we get closer to the game on Sunday. You know, which person involved in this game has the most pressure on them. And some people want to think it's Brock Purdy, you know, second-year right. quarterback, blah, blah, blah. But to me, it's Shanahan. Yep. Because Todd Munkin got out coached in the Baltimore game, Baltimore-Kansas City, right? And Steve Spagnuolo did a great job on his side with the defense. But Shanahan has now been a part as an offensive coordinator in the biggest debacle of all time, blown a 28-3 lead, obviously, in the Super Bowl, and he was with Atlanta. And when they played Kansas City four years ago in the Super Bowl, as head coach... They blew a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. So this is going to be a legacy game for me from a Kyle Shanahan coaching Agreed. standpoint. Agreed. Uh, you know, Kansas City's legacy is locked in. It's done. And first bout Hall of Famer quarterback, tight end, and head coach. Period. Stop. So to me, this is where Kyle Shanahan has to prove that he is legitimately one of the elite head coaches in football. Yep, no question about it. Well, Craig, I appreciate it, man. Don't want to take up any more of your time. Um, but but thank you for hopping on. Appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing again. Congrats on the big move, and hope you're there for a long time. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. That is Craig Carton at Craig Carton Live, formerly of WFAN in New York. He's definitely been through a lot with his with his gambling addiction. Um, was was in prison for a little bit over a year. So um, all of those things we talked about, he has firsthand experience with uh, with responsible gambling. Thanks to Fanduel for having him on because I think we talk about gambling and what side you should be on and what prop bets you should take. I think we ignore the the responsible gaming part of it, but it's never a bad time to bring on somebody like Craig to talk you through those things. But he is on X at Craig Carton Live weekday mornings from seven to nine thirty on FS1. And if you uh, if you have a gambling issue, make sure you go check out his podcast. Hello, my name is Craig. Uh, that is on Odyssey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.